Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? How are y'all doing? This is Tito with another podcast and the hot button, right? Um, I had to jump on and put out a few minutes from this Joe Rogan, right? Using the N word. Oh, no. Here we go. Cancel culture, right? What does it mean to really be diverse? And what does it mean to be able to use these platforms like podcasts like um youtube like twitter like facebook meta whatever the hell they want to call themselves right now right uh to use all these different platforms to basically put things out about people now i know it sounds like i'm probably defending joe rogan absolutely not um i barely even broached looking into all the different videos and and scene stuff but but I want to kind of talk about this because I've talked about it before. In in this era that we're in right now, where everything's about diversity, equity, inclusion, I've talked about this. In that, we also have um, created the the yang to the ying, um, which is this quote unquote cancel culture. And I usually hate it when we. Uh, and I'm going to use the word terminalize. We, we throw these terms on and, and then people either defend or, or attack the term uh, instead of just saying something happened, whatever. Right. But this cancel culture thing, which is basically you, you find anything out about someone and then you use it to literally end their whatever it is. Right. Their career, their their movement, their voice, whatever which is literally the opposite of diversity because the reality is I should be able to say some really stupid shit and it's okay because it's how I feel, right? You don't have to agree with it. Hell, you don't have to listen. Turn this off if you don't want to hear me, right? That that has always been the beauty of us as human beings. Um, We have choice and a lot of us like to say we didn't have a choice when if you play the tape back you had tons of choices some of them might have been hard some of them might have been totally stuff that you didn't want to do but you had the choice you chose to do whatever you you did right and um it's really hard and it took going to prison for me to really realize how many times things when things didn't go right it was because of a choice i made right so needless to say getting back to joe rogan So he said the N-word in a bunch of his podcasts. Now, I will say this. um, With all the the readings I've done in the last few years, and, you know, when you talk about white privilege, white fragility, and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. it is very much, um, uh, uh, when you talk about white privilege and people are like, I don't have that. The fact that you can say something like that right and if you go back go back in the even in the 80s i mean you had individuals on tv you know black and white using the n-word and um so people my age i'm about to be 50 this year um people my age say man i remember a time when it wasn't a big deal 
But at the same time, I'm not black. <laughs> and have I ever used that? Have, have I gone around and used it very loosely? Have I used it around black and other people? Yes. Uh, and it very, very, very long time ago, right? <clears throat> and I'm not going to lie. Back then, it was very acceptable. Guess what? Back then, there was none of this stuff. Podcasts wasn't even a word because it didn't exist. Social media wasn't a thing because it didn't exist, right? Uh, literally, the internet came out, and then I went to, to prison. So, what I'm saying is, <clears throat> if there was social media, I'd probably have a bunch of people canceling me. Um, but at the same time, I could turn around and say, but I'm Latin, so it's okay for me. Because, look, you let rappers like 6 9 who are Mexican and all this stuff, and... They use the N-word all day and night, Cardi B and all these other people, you know, and you're not going after them. Why? Because they're a minority, so it's okay. In my opinion, it's not okay. Um, at the same time, I love Dave Chappelle uh, once said, you know, it's a word, and yes, it's negative, and no, you shouldn't say it. But at the same time, he makes a joke about going into KFC, and if there's a bunch of KKK people working there and using the N-word, if he's hungry, he's still going to get his food, right? Like, don't give the word power, basically. And Dave Chappelle is a freaking genius, by the way. I just, I think he says a lot of powerful things and makes them funny, which means we consume it. Um, but then there's people trying to cancel him, too, for expressing his own opinions and, and using his art. But anyway, going back to Joe Rogan. So I haven't um, heard the full context. I did listen to his full apology. Um, and I will say the apology... Um, sure. Did his bosses probably tell him to do it? I'm sure they did. Right. I would like to think that he was going to do it anyway, but at the same time, you know, someone gives you a hundred million dollars, um, for your podcast. And then someone is literally taking your old podcast and using them against you. Yeah. You're probably going to get on that, that, that podium, that soapbox and say, Hey, I'm sorry. So um, that'll always be a question. And only the people that actually really know Joe and really are close to him will be able to answer that one way or the other. I will say this. <clears throat> it's kind of like when maybe you've gone through this or you've at least seen it in a movie or something. You know, someone drinks too much and, oh, man, I love you, man. I love you. And a lot of times we say, you know, that's the, the, the alcohol, the whatever, right, the high or the low gives uh bring, brings out the truth serum right we used to say "Ooh, they're off the truth serum you know you're gonna hear all the real now right and there, there's there's a little bit of validity to that right well what do you think it is being um famous right and then having a platform like a video uh, uh a, a video that is also a podcast right but is a platform right and you know you have all these people watching and listening. And there, there's a high to that, you know, R regardless whether you admit it or not. Like, you know, when you speak, people listen, right? And so part of that is, you know, a lot of the, the real you is going to come out because you're, you're having these conversations and they're being recorded and then they're being pushed out. So um, one of the parts that he apologized for that I didn't even hear in any of the, the five minutes worth of videos that I watched was um, he said something about 
him and some friends got high and went to go see uh, Planet of the Apes. And it was in a, a, a black area. And it said something about they felt like they were in Africa. And he said, oh, it didn't mean anything. Let's really think about that. Like, Joe Rogan isn't a dummy, right? Like, I, I don't think he is, personally, from what I've seen and heard him talk about. So, um, to say, like, oh, no, I didn't mean anything by it. Well, you're smart enough to know not to talk about you're in a predominantly black area or there was a bunch of black people around you and then to make a comment like you felt like you were in Africa. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, that is, <clears throat> that's like trying to suppress something. And don't think, probably a lot of people listening have thought something, maybe not like that, but thought something that's kind of borderline on that racist but it's really more of like that prejudice or 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 a poor choice of joking or words or whatever right but why can't you just say like that was something really stupid to say you know because deep down i really don't care what you are but to trying to rationalize it like oh no it just you know I, i didn't mean anything by it you said it now here's my problem with all of this and Joe Rogan, if you or any of your fans listen to this and somehow get word to you, I'd love, I'd love for you to respond to this. So I'm looking because I like listening and watching Joe Rogan, right? I do not agree with everything he does, but that's okay. Like, I like someone who's going to challenge. The things that I think he's wrong about, like maybe some of the, the COVID stuff and, and some some other things, that's okay because maybe he's right and I just haven't learned learned it yet, right? But he makes me think and um, I like that he has a wide range of people come on his show. Um, once again, there's been times someone else I really like, uh, Jocko uh, Wilkin, the, the Navy SEAL, they they did a podcast together. And they, it actually made me feel kind of bad about Jocko because the stuff he was saying, I felt contradicted things he had said in the past and even in the books that I have that he wrote. Like... So it made me kind of go, maybe I need to dial back on Jocko, right? But here's my thing. <clears throat> I saw the apology for the first time in my news feed, right? And of course, there's like 36,000 responses, right? Comments. And so I like to read in comments, and I do this a lot on LinkedIn. Like if someone says something that might be a little controversial or they're talking politics and religion, I like to jump in on LinkedIn because I feel like that platform wasn't set up for that. Like, if you want to talk about politics, religion, and all that junk, do that crap on Facebook somewhere else. Somewhere where that that's where people are to talk about stuff like that. Um, and, and so I'll jump into those. I, I troll them, so to say, right? And I'll jump into those and basically say, this is a professional platform. At least that's what it was supposed to be. So take your kitty attitudes and go somewhere else. But anyway... So I'm reading these comments on Joe Rogan's apology, and it made me question, am I in the right room? And maybe you guys can relate to this. Um, so I personally, when I sit by myself and I'm watching one of his podcasts or listening to one of his podcasts, right? You got to remember, we're in an age where we can do that. Like you can consume 
ton, like if you, you know, Google Dave Chappelle, you'll find a million hours of freaking videos and audio of him talking, telling jokes, whatever, right? And you might listen to five minutes of something you didn't like and not listen to the other million hours and then make this big assumption and, you know, all this stuff. But the thing is, is you're sitting in a room or in your car or wherever. It's just you. You're not in the audience per se, right? Back in the day, like I said, I'm about to be 50. Back in the day, like if we wanted to consume stuff, you bought a CD or a record or whatever or a tape, right? And you listen to it. And that's the only way you're going to listen or hear something or see something by yourself. The reality was most of us went out and saw things. And so you're in the crowd. You can see the people. And you know, hey, all these people look like me or all these people are the same socioeconomic state of you know life as me and all this, right? You could see it and, and you felt community or you didn't, right? Well, now in this digital age, <clears throat> you never know who else is in the audience. You just don't, right? Until you start seeing people comment and do stuff like that. So... I've consumed a lot of his stuff, but I don't go reading through comments and stuff. And I, I just don't like I might I'm usually listening, not anything else. Right. So he apologized. And I look in the comments and I felt like I was in the wrong audience. Let me let me clarify this. A lot of the people um, and, and I'm saying this and if you guys know me, I hate I am not right. I am not left. I'm somewhere smack dab in the middle and I will edge and flow with the way the water goes. Like I am 100% me. I give a crap about your religion in the sense that I respect it, but I, I don't, it's not going to make me feel any differently about you. Okay. I give a crap about your political affiliation. And if you have only voted one way your entire life, I think there's something wrong because there is no way your party has put up the best person every time. Um, and that's just a reality. I've voted across the aisle and all the other stuff. So I, I don't need to be in a room where everyone thinks like me. I want a room that challenges, but I want like a diverse room, right? I want a room that's, you know, you got some people on both sides regardless. Right. And I didn't see that. Oh my God. The comments were like, and, and here's a, here's the other piece that, that kind of threw me off. One, I'm going to preface it with this, like every comment, and this was on Facebook. So you're seeing people's pictures, right? All white males, you know, and I'm going to say for the most part on the 30 plus side, some of them were younger, but damn near all white males. Okay. So there's the first thing. And then every comment I read, and I, I'll say I read about 20 to 30 and there was like 36,000. So once again, a very small segment of, of the entirety. So I apologize for that, but they were very right and very like, oh, the woke people don't understand and you don't have to apologize for anything and, and it's out of context. And But here's the thing. If, if I went into a mall and um, was like, you know, one thing you should never do is say the word and then yell the N-word and someone only showed the clip of me in a mall yelling the N-word without that context, does that make it okay? And, and I'm saying that to say, like, I don't want to be in a room where everyone tells me I'm everything I do is okay. You know what I mean? Like, because it's not. I know I screw up. And, and I appreciate Joe and his apology. 
he kind of came at it that way. Like, I'm still learning. I'm growing. You know, um, I'm not perfect. I want people to challenge me. So I really appreciated that. But I almost feel like he needs to do a follow-up and say, like, hey, to the people that, that, that follow me. And mind you, this could be detrimental to his, you know, his following and his income, right? But um, I like to think Joe is more open-minded. But if he's like a full right winger, and once again, I hate using those terms, but it's it's what we know. If he's just an all-out right winger with no no care of anything else, then yeah, that's someone I'll listen to, but not all the time. And I've listened to a lot of his stuff, and and I love all the alien stuff and UFO and all you know the hey, let's be open to the. There's obviously other things out there, and and blah 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 blah. But um, yeah, so. What's my full take on this? Um, I, I I took a life. I can never I can never repay that. I can never make that right. I've done plenty of things wrong, and it it's hurtful when people only focus on the things you did bad and and don't focus on anything positive you've done or or any development you've done within yourself. It's really hard. It's really hard when when that lens is only focused on one aspect of of the entirety of the person you are, right? So I'm going to say, like, he should be able to continue and, and and grow and everything else. But maybe this is his wake-up call to kind of revisit, like, the way he does things and the people that are actually in support and against him. Um, but I also think it's it's kind of crazy that someone can put together this stuff, like Spotify. Like, all those videos, all those talks were out there forever. Like, they gave him $100 million, and that stuff was there. It's not like someone had to go dig in some archive at a garage sale to find this stuff. So I do think um, some people need to understand, like, they're telling Spotify they need to kick him off. Spot- how, how could Spotify not know, <laughs> right? So um, let's be real. Um, and let's understand that some people can say stupid stuff, and, and it, it keeps it keeps going. So... Um, the or ye without sin cast the first stone. Um, I'm pretty sure if all of us had our entire life videotaped and recorded, uh, we'd all be canceled. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, Joe, it was not okay, uh, context or not, but that's okay, you know. Um, I'm sure he's never going to use that n word again, but I would challenge that he revisit kind of where his um where his thoughts which lead to his words go when he's around certain individuals like does he emanate the people that he's interviewing or talking to um and are those the people he really wants to be like or he wants them to be like him and they all think the same i'm kind of rambling on but i I know you guys understand what i'm saying we when you get into a position where millions of people um, follow you to an extent, right? Um, that that's a a very great power, and and you have to yield it very carefully. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The world is a screwed up place. There is racism. There is privilege, and um, you have to be able to take yourself out of yourself to see a lot of the stuff. Because if you're white your odds are 
unless you really try, you're not going to understand white privilege because it's just you have it. And it could mean something different between you and Warren Buffett, right? Um, and <clears throat> I probably get some people mad at me on this. Um, when it comes to that word, that N-word, like just think if everybody just stopped saying it. Or if everyone just said it doesn't matter anymore. You know, um, there's so many ways that we are divided and and... It's it's an easy way to freaking keep us um, fighting against each other instead of fighting for each other. Needless to say, Joe, still got love and respect for you. I still love the majority of the content you put out. Um, and that's it. That's my two cents on Joe Rogan. Y'all let me know what you think.